Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Morale Clubhouse, hosted by the unofficial director of morale of the Chicago Cubs, Dom Frederick. We're talking weekly with people in and around the Chicago Cubs organization and Wrigley Field, players, fans, announcers, employees, bartenders, whoever it may be to get a pulse of what's going on around Wrigleyville. Before we get to the show, this episode is brought to you by Clubhouse Athletic Custom Team Apparel. If you need any team apparel for your organization, sports team, reach out to them. They have the best athleisure hoodies and customized for your team. We love them here over at Morale Supply Co. And they handle all of our merch as well. So we trust them. Great designs, great product. If you're interested, you get 20% off your first order when you mention morale when you reach out. Go to www.clubhouseathletic.com. That's www.clubhouseathletic.com for great team wear. Elevate your team wear today. Now into the show. I was going to say, you're going to block your face or people know what you look no, like? No, 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 no. We're going to stay like this. No, we're going to stay like this. He can maneuver the camera and stuff for the clips. <laughs> Fred was um, walking around CubsCon with like the wrestling mask on, so no one knew who he was. <laughs> no, I was not. <laughs> I was not, but I did go. We did go to CubsCon, and we were, we were chatting with a few people. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Um, another episode of the Morale Podcast. We're getting ready for spring training, obviously. Uh, and we're having a few guests come on. We had Justin Steele last week, Boog. And now we have uh, someone who I think everyone understands um, and knows my appreciation for this person. I really don't know how to to give him a better intro than today we have my goddamn left fielder on the podcast, Kyle Schwarber. How are you? Thank you for being here. Tom, how's it going? Thanks for having uh, me on. I'm, you know what? Um this has been, I don't want to say this has been a long time coming, but, uh, you know, Kyle, I think you followed me three years ago, four years ago, something yeah, like that. Something, something like that. It it's was a been a while. It, it was, I think it was during the tw- uh, 2019 season. Um, I, you know, I don't, Kyle, you tell me, you would remember better. All your seasons have been great. I don't know if it was during a good year or a, a bad year. Was 2019 a good year? I should have looked this up beforehand. I think uh, so. It was going into the 2019 season, I think. But uh, okay. 2018, you know, 2018 was okay. You know, obviously coming yeah. off two, uh, came off 2017, it wasn't the best year. Yep, uh, yep. At all, but uh, you know, coming off of 2018, it was all right. But uh, you know, going into 2019 was when I when we followed. But obviously, I saw all the support. Uh, yes. You know, I think that was the biggest thing. With you know, the draw was right. You, you got a good sense of humor with also your support for your team. And, um, you know, that, that was kind of what I was like, you know what, this guy's, this guy looks like a good guy. And, you know, he, he's on it every single, he's on it every single night. And, uh, you know, it, it was like, yeah, I'm going to give this guy a follow. I, you know, I, it's, it's fun. You know what I, I, and, and that, honestly, I think you were the, besides Scott Efros, but at the time he was a minor leaguer. So I don't know if that necessarily counts. You were the first big leaguer to follow me. You were really the first big leaguer to give me a the time of day. And then, you know, us having the opportunity to do a little collaboration almost three years ago with the Neighborhood Heroes, yep. that was fantastic. Um, and, and yeah, I, I, I don't know if it's a better way of saying a long time coming, but it, it's great to talk and have you on. Kyle, I want to lead off by, by saying that I don't get 
There's no other player, a former player, current player, that I get more random pictures of from someone sitting in like the 500 level that just says M, my goddamn M G D L F. I, I don't get I don't get any more photos like that except from you. Do you, you have to tell me that that Cubs fans still, whether it's at a game, if you're playing in Boston or you're playing in Philly, wherever. There's still Cubs fans that are out there saying, Kyle, you know, how are yeah. you? Thank you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that's the coolest thing, right, is, you know, obviously the time spent in Chicago was was awesome, right? And I've, I've said this, like, Chicago's always going to be a part of me just because it was where I came up. I grew. That was my first organization. Came into the big leagues. We did special things. And obviously the fan base is – it's national. It's not just a, a, a tri-state area. Uh, it's a, it's a national fan base. And, um, you know, I, I remember playing for, playing for Washington and, you know, people would be coming to the games, yelling, you know, Cubs and stuff like that. And I'm like, <laughs> guys, you know, thanks for, thanks for the support. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm playing for the Washington now. Same thing in, in Boston, you know, Michigan, Chicago. I'm like, well, I'm playing for, you know, I'm in Boston. <laughs> Even the same thing in Philly, you know, going on the road and things like that. And, um, you know, you, you hear that. But, I mean, it means a lot, though, right? It means that you did something good. You know, if if you have a fan base that that still, you know, respects you and uh, the things that you do on the field, I, you know, I, I respect them. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's all you can ask for if you're a player in my position. Yeah, I mean, this is your third different team since leaving the Cubs, and we still got fans. That three different teams, and 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 we still have fans. I'm telling you, random Tuesday night or random Monday night in August, the Cubs have an off day, and, and I'm getting a tweet about you, like the game you had on Sunday or whatever. I'm getting a random stat that you're on fire, you're doing this, you're doing. I mean. There's nothing like it, and I'll, I'm gonna dig. I'm, I'm gonna dig into that more as we continue to talk. But I just, uh, I just want to let you know that the appreciation that I've seen from Cubs fans and yours and their support for you is something really special. Yeah, trust me, that was. Yeah, like I felt like when I was there, we had a good connection. That uh, you know, I felt like pretty much all the guys there had really good connections with yeah uh, fan bases and. You know, it wasn't just like, you know, we're running out on the field and playing baseball. Um, you know, you, you know, I know for me, like wherever I try to go, you know, I always want to try to get involved with the fan base. If it's, uh, you know, obviously interactions on the field before the, you know, yeah. before the game starts, giving your little salute to the fans out in left field. Yeah. Um, you know, if it's through doing, you know, char- charitable things. Uh, being, you know, trying to integrate yourself with your communities. Uh, and also, I think just playing hard, right? Like, I'm going to, you know, I'm a guy who's going to, it might not look the best sometimes, but I'm going to go out there and I'm going to go play hard. And uh, yeah, I think people, people will respect that. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what I try to be. And also just try to be, you know, try to be a good teammate. And, you know, I think that, uh, that teammate aspect, like I said, goes obviously to your teammates, but everyone in the stands are your teammate as well. They're 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 with you. It's not like you you just got you know a twenty six man roster. It's it's a it's a pretty damn big roster. The, that, yeah, yeah. 
it's it's everybody involved and i don't know if you hear it a lot but when when someone gets mad at a fan and maybe you might have a different perspective of it but when it when a a fan says another tells another fan that you can't say we right like we lost the game or or we're going to the playoffs or what we won the world series i just kind of you know get a little bit frustrated at that because i think players like yourself understand that it is uh a, a huge thing that that so many people are involved so many people invest their lives into it so many people invest financially and emotionally and, and all these different things into what you all do and and they do feel like they're a part of it and I feel like the players feel the same way yeah I mean I think you're I think you'd be wrong to say that you know fans can't get mad right like it's yeah. it's just part of it like that's 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 part of it. And if someone says we, right, like who, you know, that, like you just said, like they're, they're also financially invested and the be like, at the end of the day, we're playing the game and we're out there on the field because of fans and we're playing, you know, we're playing the win championships for us and also for fans, right. That's what drives yeah. us. Um, you know, that's why everyone would say 2020. So, so damn weird that, there was no one there and your only yeah. support was through a television, you know, versus people in the stands and having an atmosphere and, and, and things like that. Um, you know, so yeah, I don't trust me. Like you guys are, you guys are just, just as invested as, as we are, you know, obviously I get people can't make it every single day, but I know that people are still checking in every single day as well. Uh, absolutely. And, and, Speaking of, you know, people being involved and, and people getting fired up at baseball games, you got to tell us, how was October after, you know, sitting back and reflecting on it for the last couple of months? Tell us what that run was like. It looked absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it was, that was wild. Um, I mean, wow. You know, it, it's, it's funny, you know, I, I grew, I grew, I have a lot of respect for the Philadelphia fan base just because it literally is like they 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 live and die with you right like yeah when when you're when everything's going great they're going great and when everything's going <laughs> you know, it's going bad it's going bad like, I, you know like yeah and it's like you know we you know we get it right like we're not out there you know we we, we feel just as bad as they do and uh but holy heck you know when you're you're going and you we walk into that first division that division game at home and it was just it was a whole nother level and it's funny you know playing with uh, uh cole hamels in chicago uh mm -hmm. i actually i got to see him uh in in philly they they he was able to come back and uh do one of the first pitches with a lot of the oh, uh, really? legends that they got there you know ryan howard victorino uh yeah. I think Utley was there, a couple other guys. And, um, you know, they were, he was like, yeah, he goes, this is crazy. He goes, this is what he goes, this was going to be like from now on. And um, he goes, they're going to be selling out for you guys. And yeah. They expect good things out of you. And, and that's what, that's what we, that's what we expect from us uh, yeah. is it, great things. And man, wow. When, like I said, that division series game, and I mean, Reese hit that home run off of uh strider uh they intentionally walked me for some reason 
<laughs> I was over. I was like over for 20 and they intentionally walked me. <laughs> I go, oh man, this is not good. And, and Reese, you know, goes boom, hits, hits the home run and I'm jogging. And it brought me like back to the wild card game in Pittsburgh that we played. Yep. Where, yep. Or it was, you know, because I was on the field for that where um, they had the bases loaded after Addison kicked the ball. Uh, you know, it, it was a hot shot, I think, off of McCutcheon. Yeah. But then they doubled they, the place going nuts. And I was rounding the bases, and it's going, oh, 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 oh. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, it's freaking loud. Supposedly, they said it read on like a, like a earth, like a decibel meter earthquake thing, uh, the, the noise that that and when Harper hit the hit that go ahead, uh, Homer in the NLCS to send us to the World Series. Um, I, I mean, whew, there were some moments. There were some moments, I, and it was cool. Speaking of one of those moments, you had to know I was going to bring this up. I'm going to read a quote that you had after your division series. Um, I quote, uh, no offense to any fan base because they're all amazing, but this is by far the best division, division series I've ever seen at a home field just how electric it was they're in tune with every single pitch in every big spot it was just electric now kyle i'm not denying that this was not the case but i just want to hear from your perspective from someone who was there in pittsburgh from the guy who hit the goddamn home run that is still you know sent to me consistently on top of the budweiser sign can you tell me what the difference was between a moment like we saw, you know, that Cardinal series in 2015 compared to what you witnessed this year in Philadelphia. What's the difference there? Man, you know, people people ask me to compare just the the different runs. And I, I yeah. think that people, you know, I think you bring up the 15 division series is a lot different from what people have asked me compared to is more of the 16 uh, run that we had. Yeah. And, you know, trust me, the, the fifth, the, that 15 division series was nuts, right? It, it's, it was I just mean, like, it's just like, it's just like what we, it, you know, it was just like the Phillies in Atlanta. We have two division rivals going at each other in the division series. Yeah. You know, like I, I you know, I, it, it, trust me. I mean, it, it's, I guess there's one A one B, right? Like you can't, no, it, I get it. You I know, when, it. when you're in, when you're in the moment, right? Like you, you it's crazy. It's, it, and it's hard to think back that far. Right. Just yeah. don't get me wrong, but I don't know, man, this Philly was just, it was, it just felt like it was just a, an extra tune up. Right. And I think it's just, yeah. and no offense to the people, right. Like Midwestern Chicago people are, you know, they're, they're great fan base. It's, it's definitely, it's arguably a, you know, a top, you know, it's a top fan base in the league. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's just, the there's the midway they're in trust me they're in tune with every single pitch i mean hell you know you're selling out on a on a wednesday day game you know how can you say anything bad about that fan base you you can't there's nothing bad to say it's just like um but you know when you're in that playoff atmosphere and you got northeasterners who are just ready to go go to war you know what i mean and yeah. it, 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 it's it, i don't know it's just it, it's i just get it someone could, i get if, it if i wish i wish that there could be you know a chicago fan in that 
in that in those seats for for the for that and they'll be like man you know this is this is electric you know what i mean yeah, i'm not I saying it. it wasn't electric back in 15 but it, it was it was definitely electric in 15 but this was also very electric as well i feel like from the outsiders the outsider's perspective it's like chicago's like feel good like when it's good it's good and when it's bad it's like kind of like maybe weird and when it's east coast people think east coast when it's bad like you're gonna know it's bad and that same type of energy though comes out when it's good like you you know it's good because those guys are crazy and aggressive where chicago's like crazy aggressive like jubile happy it's great to hear someone that kind of understands it right like I, you, yeah, you can I put in that. those words it's hard to put in the like it's hard for me i'm not very articulate in my words to do that <laughs> but you know like that's that's a great way to say it like it, it, it it's it's true like it's an aggressive hi buddy that's my son <laughs> uh, it's a it's an aggressive you know it's very aggressive right it, it's an aggressive yeah. it's all you know ah, and you know you should have heard some of the things they were dropping on a certain player for atlanta uh oh, you know, no. during the game you know it was it was wild so uh but yeah you know i i think that's a great way to put it i mean listen philly fans you know them better than i do but it's like they could rip your head off at any moment. So I feel like when you're probably when 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 you guys are living up to expectations, that is just like heightens everything because you know how it can be bad, like you were describing. Yeah. If it doesn't I mean, go well. Yeah, I mean, and and the thing is, is like you you know that like you you know that going into it, right? Like yeah, exactly. And you you like I'll be the first one to tell you I suck. Right, like, you know, I'll, 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 I'll be appreciate. Yeah, I'll be that first yeah. guy to be like, you know what? Yeah, it, it's not good, right? But what yeah. do I? What am I gonna do about it now? I gotta move on. You know, I gotta put in the work for tomorrow. Yeah, you know, that's the that's. I think that's the biggest thing is that, you know, they're gonna let you know, right? And you have to have, you still have to have that short memory in the game because you know you can't live in in the past in the game because if you're living in the past you're in the you're you're in the present you're thinking about everything else and it, it's you're just setting yourself up for failure you know yeah so i i think that's the that's the thing is where you know you, you respect it you embrace it and you know what you you live for the you know everyone just saw what it was like when we're we're living up to the expectations right and don't get me wrong it ain't gonna be perfect you know like mm -hmm. We could have a, a shitty May and, you know, I'm sure they'll let us know, but you know what, we could have a good June, a good July, a great August and you never know. And then next thing you know, you're, you're back in the playoffs and we just saw what it's like, like, that's what you're going to strive for. Uh, I I'm, I'm all there with you. I mean, I just think, Man, I, you know what, Kyle? I'll just be honest. I was just jealous watching your team, you know, be in that spotlight again. And it just – I miss that as a Cubs fan. It's It's been too long. But I, I want to bring up, you know, I feel like over the last couple years of, of watching you bounce from one team to the next, um, I feel like there's something about Philly that really fits your personality. I, I don't know if it's the blue-collar nature – 
I don't know if it's kind of the way that you're describing being like, Hey, they're going to tell you that they're going to, that, that you suck, but you'll also own up to the fact when you're not playing well, how does your personality really fit Philly? Yeah. You know, I think that's, that's kind of a good thing is that, you know, I, I guess for me is, you know, obviously my, I think it go like I say, it always goes back to my time in Chicago where, yeah. um, you know, you, you come up, you, you have a good 2015, a good little rookie start. And then you go into 16, you get hurt. And next thing you know, you're on top of the mountain and you, know, you don't think anything can, you, you think you're invincible. And yeah. uh, you go into the next year and you find yourself in AAA and uh, yeah. you, know, you, you, you work, you get your way but out of it, you get back up there, you, you finish somewhat strong. And then, um, you know, 18, 19, pretty good years. And, you know, 2020, next thing you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not tendered and I'm, uh, you know, I'm looking for a job. It pains and, me, mom. It pains me. It pains no, me. No, I, I, I just, it, it's, you know, it is what it is. Right. But I know, know those are, but those are experiences, right? Those, those are experiences that, you know, you can either, you know, pout and blame other people or, you know, you take it upon yourself to, you know what, like, I, I need to get better. I need to get better. There was no excuse for uh, playing that bad in a 60 game season. Um, there was a lot of, there was a lot of things that was, that was, there was a lot of things wrong with my swing. And uh, there's a lot of different parts that were out of whack and, you know, you're trying to adjust on the fly. And, um, you know, I just, what I, I didn't perform and it yeah. is what it is. And, you know, I had to take it upon myself to get better. And, uh, you know, like th those are experiences and I, I embrace it. Right. That I, like I said, I'll tell you when I suck, you know, yeah. and, and it wasn't always like that. You know what I mean? Like 2017 was probably, a, it was one of the more challenging years of professionally and, just life in general, because you know, you, like I said, you're on top of the world, come off world series, you, you're hurt the whole year. And next thing you know, you're in the world series and uh, you, you play good. You play great. We win the world series. Won us the world series on one leg. No, Not enough people talk about that. me. I wasn't, no, that wasn't me. Right. But, I, I know. It's not, I know it's not, but can we just, before, before we move forward, can we just, again, just, admit how special that was for you to do that on one leg i mean come coming off the i mean come on kyle give yourself some credit here oh i mean trust me it's, like, was it's it cool? incredible was it was it cool yeah like yeah fuck it. yeah it was cool like i i'm I, I can't not be proud of that moment right yeah. like i'm i'm proud of, of i'm proud of what i did there you know yeah. like that was that was something that pushed me and i you know my teammates pushed me to get through this rehab process, they were there to support. My family supported me, and that—that's—that's uh, that's all you can ask for. And to be in that spot, to get thrown in the spot, and you have success, and you help in the 108-year drought. Like you know, those guys, those guys got there. You know, I was just there along. I was on the coattails. I know. Like I was there to to just help out as much as I can. And luckily, you know, luckily it worked out. And, you know, we can talk more about that, but, you know, to get to the point of, you know, 
what we were just talking about. Like that was, you know, you're on top of the world, you know, then you go to 2017 and you stink. And, and uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it, you know, you're facing, you're facing failure and it's, it's, and it's not pretty. And you're trying to, you're trying to find every single way out of it. And you're just digging yourself into a deeper hole. And, yeah. you know, like, those, like those are experiences that you, you learn from and you can take it on the further, you know, further yourself in terms of, you know what, when you have failure, I can always go back to that and say, you know what, I ain't going to do that. You know what yeah. I mean? For sure. I'm not going to uh, do that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do all these stupid things that I did to try to get myself out of it. But, yeah. uh, yeah, you know, I think, like I said, the blue collar nature of Philadelphia, I think definitely suits, you know, the, the kind of, uh, you know, the, the, the kind of player I am. And I think that whole division, even that just the Northeast and, you know, obviously, obviously playing in Atlanta and Miami, you know, you, you got some pretty good atmospheres you go playing as well. Yeah, absolutely. And Kyle, I don't mean to get too technical here, but I, I've always been curious watching your swing for a while. Um what was one of the biggest adjustments you made when you're talking about your swing was, I don't want to say broken or, or needed a lot of fixing to do in 2017 um, and, and kind of see how your swing transitioned to now, you know, 2022, what were some of those big changes that you made? Yeah. So pretty much when I came into the game, uh, came in in 2015, I was kind of at the, it was getting towards the tail end of the sinker slider era. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, if you had a good sinker and a good slider, you're, you know, you're, you, you're a good pitcher. And, yeah. you know, I kind of was, my swing was kind of just tailored to that, you know, that kind of pitch. And uh, at that time, and, you know, people are pitching down in the zone and that's where mm -hmm. they're trying to live. That's what they're preaching down in the zone, down in the zone. And that's yeah. my swing is kind of matched up to that. And, uh, you know, once you got the kind of, once you got the 2017, that's where you kind of saw the, the, the era of the four seam curveball yep. kind of come into play. And you saw more analytical uh, things come into the game where people are focusing on the spin rate and focusing on, you know, how are they going to make this fastball, you know, feel like it's going to rise and how are they going to get the most RPMs on the curveball to make it bite more? Um, you know, that, that that's when it, kind of came around and I had to figure out how to hit a high fastball that mm -hmm. I could, you know, if someone even threw it at my, just above, like I would say above my belly button, it would be hard for me. It was hard for me to hit. Wow. And yeah. Like there, like there, a guy at that time. And it was funny. We were teammates this year and I told him, I go, uh, Corey Knable, he was closing for Milwaukee. And, uh, I told him, I go, you were my nightmare. That <laughs> Like they would, they would like, I might not be playing that game. And then he'd be coming in the pitch. And I remember like, I got a pinch hit against this guy. And I'm like, oh man, all right. I got to really lock it in right now. And you know, it was boom, 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 go sit down. So um, <laughs> yeah. So like I, I had to figure out, okay, I have to, you know, I have to learn how to hit a high fastball. I have to flatten my swing out. You know, people yep. talk about launch angle and you know, I, I didn't even know about that back in the day, but like my swing was, you know, I was losing my barrel. Let's say that I was losing my yeah. barrel 
behind me to where then for me to hit anything up, I would have to be exactly perfect. If I was not exactly perfect, swing and miss a clip or a rollover. That's how it was. And yeah, uh, yeah so I just had to get better at hitting that and uh, obviously be better at hitting off speed. Um, so, you know, I, I took it upon it and, you know, I think I took the biggest steps in 2021 um and, and that where you know yeah i could cover i could cover high heaters in 18 19 and um you know but i think i got better you know i, I felt like pretty comfortable up in the top of the zone in 21 and uh you know this past year and you know it's just it's just the cat and mouse game that you're you're trying to always adjust with how they're going to try to attack you and you know you just have to, to try to make that adjustment as quick as you can and Kyle, I feel like as you're talking about the way your 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 career has kind of transitioned, I find it interesting to watch you now because I feel a lot of Cubs fans view your career and your strengths as the same strengths that we always thought you had. And, and those would be like leader, clubhouse guy, a lot of homers. He's going to strike out, but he's going to show up in the big moments. Is, is that a fair way to describe your game right now? And especially as you've seen your, your game transition to where you're going into year nine in the show, are you still describing your game that way? You know, I, I think for me is, you know, I, I always, I have like the motto, like the, the, the try to help the team win that day. Yeah. And there's three different ways. It's, you know, it's, in the field, in the box, or in the clubhouse, you know, that if you can make a, a play out in the field, uh, if you can make a good base running move going first to third, trying to, trying to get an extra 90 feet, if it's, you know, obviously having a good day at the plate or, you know, you go into the clubhouse and, you know, you, you, you don't know what you can do for people, you know, like you can, you know, if it's just having a conversation with someone or someone have a conversation with you or, mm -hmm. um, you know, if it's just natural, just being around happy, you know, talking, talking crap, you know, talking shop with some of the guys like you don't you don't know if that's going to change someone's, you know, attitude for the day. You know what I mean? I'm not saying yeah. that someone has a bad attitude, but I'm just saying that, you know, it could change a mindset or if it's or if it's talking to, about the pitcher or whatever it is, talking different approaches, um, talking hitting, you know, talking about what you had to eat last night. You know, those, those are things that you can, you can just do. And, you know, it's fun. Like that's, that's who I am. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not trying to go in and uh, I'm not saying that I'm putting my fist down and saying I'm the leader <laughs> of this team. Yeah. You know, right. No, I'm just, I'm just going to be me. Right. That, um, you know, I like to talk baseball. I love baseball. And, you know, I've always believed that uh, good teams are really close to each other. And, um, you know, so I'm just going to be me. And uh, if you like me, great. And if you don't, you know, it's not going to bother me. And I'll still, you know, I'll still talk to you, right? Like, I yeah. don't care. But I'm I just going gonna, gonna to be me. I can't find too many guys you, you've had a lot of issues with in the big leagues. No. I can't imagine there are that many. No, no, I guess yeah. people always put, no, I don't have issues with many people at all. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, I just like, you know, I, I like people that 
you know, they're going to go out there and they're going to play the game and they're going to play it the right way and they're going to play it hard. And, um, you know, I, I like the accountability aspect of baseball that, you know, someone can, you know, keep me accountable and I can keep them accountable. And, uh, you know, I think that's the, that's the good thing, right? Like that's, that's how people get better. You know, it's not just being comfortable all the time, you know, like obviously being comfortable is great. You know, everyone likes being comfy, yeah. but also too, there's times that uh, you want to get outside of your comfort zone. And that's not just saying if it's, you know, it's not me yelling at someone, right. That could be, you know, what well, I got to work on something that um, I'm, I, that's going to make me uncomfortable. So um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not, and I don't know. I'm not saying that's me, right. I'm not saying I, I go in there and I'm slamming my fist down saying, you need to do this, 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 that, right. No, you know, I think everything just comes all, everything always comes, you know, um, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it, it happens. Full circle? Yeah. Over time. Right. Over it's, time. Okay. it's natural. Everything's natural. It's not, yeah. full, you know what I mean? Everything's natural. Yeah. You know, it's natural conversation. So, um, yeah, but, and then obviously you talked about the, you know, yeah, the homers and, you know, the punch outs or something that, you know, I, the punch outs are something I'm wanting to cut down, you know, like I, of course. I led the league in punch outs last year and I'm not happy about that. And, um, you know, so that's something that I'm trying to address this year. And, um, you know, so it's, if that's going to be me being a little bit more aggressive then yeah, it's going to be me being a, being a little bit more aggressive at the plate. Um, yeah. you know, so it, it is what it is, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's a good way to describe the game, but, um, you know, I, I just, I just try to be me and try to go out there and play it, play the game hard and, uh, see what happens. Speaking of accountability, I feel like now you going into year nine, I think a lot of guys would probably look at you like a John Lester, John Lackey, David Ross. Do you feel that same way? Um, you know, I, it's it's different for you know I don't know because it's it's weird for me like you know I when I came in and I had those guys around me that it, you know who could ask for a better group of guys group of veterans to to have to learn from as a young guy you know you have David Ross you have John Lester you have John Lackey uh you have Dexter Fowler Jason Hayward Anthony Rizzo, uh, Wade Davis, uh, you know, I can name a bunch of guys just keep going on John Jay. Um, you know what I mean? Like you have all these guys that have been around the game for a long time and you, you just pick their brain and, you know, asking questions or, uh, just sitting by them, you know, and, and listen to them talk or whatever it is. And, you know, I, I've, uh, you know, I, I tell people all the time that, you know, I've seen, you know, we just talked about, it. I've seen a lot in the game, you know, that things that personally happened to me and, you know, I was able to, you know, work and come out on uh, a better, come out better for that, you know, than this letting it pull me down. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, I'm always an open book, you know, if, if people want to talk to me about it, come talk to me about it, but I'm not going to go up to someone and just be like, Oh, you know, this is what I did, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like I'm, I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to be me. We're going to have, we're going to have fun. 
And, uh, you know, if they want to talk about things, they can. It's great. Did they ever do, did they ever do that to you as a, as a rookie? Uh, you know, like what does force things on me? No, I don't know. I don't want to say, I don't want to say force, but, um, for me, I had definitely like, I, I, so I get what you're saying. Like, I I remember, you know, I I think the biggest, you know, and this was when I was catching and this was kind of like, my, this was kind of my, my first one was, uh, you know, Rossi and we were playing the giants and, uh, I'm catching and Tommy Hunter's on the mound and Brandon Crawford's up. I think we're up four runs and it's like the seventh inning. I could be wrong about the inning, but um, both Buster Posey, Buster Posey was on the bench. Okay. And um, it's three, two count. I think we got a base open. I think it, I think it was second and third uh two two outs and we got the base open and in the meeting in our pregame meeting you know they said the best thing to do to brandon crawford at that time was just when in doubt spin it so i got tommy hunter on the mound he's throwing 99 and uh he didn't really he wasn't landing his curveball for strikes that day and uh i'm like well you know, I'm playing, I'm a, I look at the scoreboard. I go, okay, well, it's only, it, it's, we got four runs, you know, on them. If they, it's a home run, it might not be the biggest deal. So I go, screw it, call the fastball away. And um, Brandon Crawford hits it out. And I go, oh man. Oh, <laughs> sure. You know, I'm, 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 I'm pissed. And, uh, you know, I thought I made the wrong pitch call, went against it. But uh, like I said, Posey, wasn't playing that day and uh-huh. uh you know it could have barely easily been you know say you throw the curveball and he walks him buster posey could definitely come up on and pinch it and that's a tough at bat so yeah uh you know we we get the final out i come in the dugout and kind of hanging my head i got the pitching coach you know he's going why did you call that pitch and i uh, you know i I'm, I'm explaining and uh things like that and you know, got my head down and Rossi, he's sitting, he, it was the old dugout. He was sitting on that, that stool up to the top yeah. and he looks down at me. He goes, Hey, he goes, get your head up. He goes, everyone's looking at you. He goes, no one else is looking at someone else in the field. Everyone's looking at you. He goes, yeah, you set the tone with your body language and your attitude. And I go, all right. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's a yeah. learning experience for me and you know that's something that you just don't forget that you know what you got to keep me you know always have your body language right and uh you know it's not going to be perfect all the time but you know for the for the most part you know what i'm 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 going to try to be you know same guy no matter what happens but uh yeah i mean you have those conversations if it's you know sitting in the back of the plane next to John Lester and listening to this guy tell stories of, of his Boston days, whatever it is, where yeah. they're going through great runs and uh, you're listening to stories about Big Poppy and Manny and, uh, you know, him, Lack, you know, Pedroia, uh, you know, things like that. You know, it's just, it, it's just learning, right? And you learn how to become, you know, you come from college, right? And 
you know, college baseball, and then you get put in the minor leagues and, you know, it's, uh-oh. I'm still here. Okay, sorry. It no. popped up. Something popped up. Sorry. No, you're good. Uh, you know, sorry, going back to, you know, you're in college and you go to the minor leagues. You don't spend that much time in the minor leagues and come up to the big leagues and you, you got these guys around you and you just try to listen and try to figure out what it's like to, to have that success in the big leagues. And, you know, John, John put it the best way. He goes, yeah, you know, he goes, Kyle, you know what the best way to get uh, money in this game is? I go, how? He goes, to win. He yeah. goes, if you're winning, good things are happening. He goes, you're doing something good that day, uh, the, the help out. He goes, it's not going to be all the time, but he goes, if you're winning, that more than likely means you're doing something good as well. Yeah. Is, do you still get uh, calls or texts or any inquiries from other players who are asking you about the Cubs and David Ross, speaking that you've played with him and uh, played under him? Um, you know, I wouldn't say calls or texts. You know, I, I think it was, you know, there would be conversations about it. You know, it's, yeah. you know, some of our guys saying, hey, how's Rossi or, or uh, you know, things like that. Uh, but you know, nothing, there was no, yeah, there was no phone calls in the, in the off season or anything like that, uh, about it. Fair enough. You, you don't have to tell me you're still recruiting for the Cubs. It's okay. You don't have to. <laughs> well, well uh, you got John, you got John Lester recruiting I for know. the Cardinals and the Cubs. Well, I know I, that's a, that's another conversation. I do appreciate him, you know, working on our behalf, but that's another conversation. Kyle, I need to ask you, cause you've, you know, you've been around the block now. And you've played with guys like Devers, Bogarts, KB during a, you know, MVP. Well, I guess you were hurt during that season, but you've seen Chris Bryant at an MVP level, Rizzo, and now you have a guy like Harper. Can you tell me what it's like batting either in front of or behind a true superstar in your lineup? Because I feel like a lot of fans and other people that, that casually watch the game in my opinion, don't realize how much um, how much of a load that superstar is taking on in terms of the entire offense or maybe getting pitched differently so other guys, you know, have more opportunities to hit. What do you think about that? No, I mean, I think it's true that, you know, the, you, uh, you know, say like a guy like Harp, right, that, some teams are going to circle. Most teams are going to circle that guy in the lineup card and say that this guy's not going to beat us. Yeah, you know that. Uh, you know, other guy. You know, other guys are going to have to step up around him. And uh, you know what? There's going to be times that you know you see uh, Harp going to there. He's going to beat that team. You know, uh, he he's going to do something. Uh, he's going to have a series that he's just going to beat that team. But uh you know there's also you know times that is there's going to be have to be other guys and you know what there's going to be times you're going to have to be on base for him so that they can't they can't pitch around that guy and uh move on to the next guy but you know there that's that's like a pick your poison kind of thing right where yeah uh you know say chris you know chris was hitting two holes go ahead pick your poison go ahead you got riz behind him uh you know same thing with with harp Go ahead, walk him. You had you had uh, you know Nick behind him or JT behind him. Uh, you know that. Go ahead, do that. See what yeah. happens. Um, yeah. 
you know, so don't get me wrong. Like, trust me. Like, I think the cool thing is being able to sit there and watch these guys like do their work and do, you know, do those special things that they do out there on the field. You know, it, it's like, you know, that it's just another level that you, you don't see very often. You know, it's like, man, that's, that's special. And, uh, you know, you, you know, that, you know, <laughs> you know, that that guy's probably going to go somewhere at the end of his career and, and have, have some really cool things happen to him. And, um, you know, I think the coolest thing is just kind of sit there, watch and try to, you know, pick their brains and uh, have conversations with them and, and also just kind of sit back and enjoy it because you, you don't get to play with many players like that in your career. You don't. Is, is Bryce Harper maybe the most impressive player you've ever played with? Cause you, cause you, you and I are pretty much the same age. We've been hearing about Bryce Harper for the last 15 years, right? Yeah, no. I mean, he, he's been, he's been everywhere ever since he was in eighth grade. Right. So is, is he one of the most impressive guys you've ever seen play on a consistent basis? Yes. Yeah. 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 It, it, it's, it's crazy. You know, this guy's, you know, not just what he does in the box, but like, you know, biomechanically too, right. This guy is this extremely powerful, you know, that he's not, it's not like he's some big two thirty guy like me, you know, this guy, this guy can create power and it's, it's cool to see. And the bat, the ball, uh, the speed, the hustle, um, you know, making things that are, that aren't there, there. Um, Yeah. I mean, wow. You know, being able to see, how he played in that postseason too, you know, that was, uh, that was pretty cool to see, man. Like he was, he was fired up, you know, he was, uh, he was locked in. I mean, that swing, you know, I think yeah. everyone, everyone talks about that swing that he's, he hit the home run on, but not only, not a lot of people want to talk about the take he had before that, that, yeah, you know, he's facing a guy throwing a hundred and, this guy throws him a nasty, I mean, nasty changeup. Like, that's his, that's his go-to pitch. It's a nasty changeup. And it looks like a strike the whole way until it's not. And he just saw that thing right out of the hand. And it was like, nope. Yo, I guarantee you, yeah. eight, eight out of ten guys, nine out of ten guys swing at that pitch. Yeah. He did. And he, what do you know? He gets to that pitch, and he's able to put the barrel on the ball, and he sends it out to left center field. You know, there's another, there's, trust me, there's, there's so many things that he did that postseason, even in the season, you know, he hit that grand slam off of right song Glacius uh, with against the angels. Um, you know, like it, it was just like teed up, right? Like this is the moment that he's going to have. And he has the moment. Yeah. And, um, you know, everyone always forgets like the, the, the couple doubles he had in that game, the, you know, I think it was the, game four of the championship series. He hit uh, the double off of Clevenger, then uh, the left-on-left double off of Manaya to tie the game up. Uh, and, you know, then we just went off from there and took the lead and didn't look back. Um, you know, like that, that guy did a lot of things that won us games. You know, the, the, the home run off of Michaelis, uh, 
the pretty much, it, I think it was, the game was two nothing. You know, we only needed the home run. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the, the things that this guy does is it, it's special to see, man. And uh, I'm lucky. Yeah. I'm lucky to, to get to be his teammate and get to watch it every single day. Kyle, I, I want to hear your perspective and I don't mean to keep you any longer, but I, I want to hear your perspective because coming from where the Cubs are right now, they're, you know, obviously it's a time of transition where we're trying to build the team back up. You were in a unique position where you were part of a, a minor league class that was looked at as the guys that would end up changing the trajectory of a, a team. And I can imagine there's a lot of pressure that is placed upon guys that used to be in your position that are now, you know, in double A or triple A here in the Cubs organization. What is one thing? that you would tell a minor leaguer who is in the, the Cubs minor league system right now, having to deal with that pressure moving forward to kind of put the Cubs back to where they used to be when you were running around in left field at the federal landmark. Yeah. Um, yeah. To be honest with you, I think we just had such a good group in the minor leagues that yeah. it made it easy. You know, it was like, you know, we had good people in the minor league surrounding us and, you know, we were just focused on going, going about our business, playing, playing the game hard, trying to win and having fun. And then, you know what, you get to the big leagues and you're going to be nervous. You're, you're going to be this. And we had such a welcoming locker room presence, uh, but also a, a, a presence of, Hey, like we're here to win baseball games. You know, it, it, it's, it's cool. Hey, welcome to the big leagues, but Hey, like we need you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I would try to say like, just enjoy it. You know, it, it's, you're, you're not going to have many firsts, but also at the end of the day, um, it, it's the same game that you're going to play in the minor leagues, to the big leagues, you know, obviously the competition is competition, you know, it, it's, it's the best of the best. And there's no way around that. But if you believe that you've done everything you can before the game has started to put yourself in the position to succeed, that you're going to have to live with those results. So, yeah, just, just have fun, prepare, work. And then once the game starts, let it hang and, and see what happens and be a good teammate. You know, be that be that guy who's going to, you know, pick up each other. Right. That that's what it's about um you know that it's a brotherhood it's not a you know this whole thing you, you can't you can't do it without the guy in front of you or behind you or the the, the rest of the team so yeah. um just enjoy it and, and and be prepared and be a good teammate and try to win yeah and i i they, they are echoing that i I hear you. I just, uh, I, I want fans to be patient as well with some of the ups and downs that come from, from rookie players. I know it's really hard and, and, well, and it's you Kyle's it. fault. You, they deliver. Well, you're right. Yeah, it is. And now all the Cubs fans are like, when's the next one? <laughs> exactly. You're right. Hey. You're right. I mean, you know, the, the biggest thing, right. It, it, it's, and it's true. You know, I, and I think being a fan of baseball, you know, that, you, you want to see, you know, you want to see your team win and you, you want to do it. And especially, you know, a, a team like Chicago, who's uh, 
in a market that they're in. And, uh, you know, I think they're taking the steps that, you know, they're going to, they're taking the steps in the right direction, but, uh, you know, also too, that, you know, we had a, we had a really good thing over there. We, we, we did. And, um, you know, I think that's something that they should be, you know, I'm not saying that they should be, you know, we're all grateful for that. We're all grateful for that run, you know, and, and what we did there. And, um, you know, I think that, you know, winning's addicting. It's an addicting feeling. You know, I, that's what I told, that's what, that's what I've been told. And, you know, when I got to the big leagues and we made it to that championship series, and it's like, man, we got to get back here and we got to win and we got to get back to the world series, you know, like that's what it's about. And that's what like these young guys who were on the Phillies this year, right. That, uh, we had a lot of young guys and, they got to experience the postseason for the first time. We had a lot of postseason uh, debuts, and to see you know how they were in that moment, and to see how you know we made it to the World Series, and now it's it's like that's all they're going to want to do now. And the same thing with the fan base, right? Like that's all they're going to want to do is get back and have those wild moments and be crazy, be in the postseason, and be you know fight and scratch and calling to get your team to the postseason and to get to the world series. Like that's what it's about. That that's, that's why we play the game. And that's why people come uh, to watch us. And trust me, we all have the mindset. We all want to do it, but uh, it's, it might not work out all the time, but that that's our, that's everyone's mindset stepping in the stepping in. And also not only want to win, but give a lot of people some tacos. Kyle, can you tell that story? What was it like to give basically all of America? Uh, it was Taco Bell, right? Yeah. And then you got an ad out of it. You got tell me about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I wanted to get, I wanted it. I wanted, I wanted that base. <laughs> I wanted that base. And, uh, you know, it was funny because, you know, it's not like I was just going to go run recklessly just to, <laughs> just to like try to get the page, right? Like, no, um, it was actually, in a, it was in a spot where it was just like, I had the feeling like the guy was, the guy pitching was throwing a bunch of sliders uh-huh. and, he's, and he just threw JT a fastball. And it was at a point in the game where, you know, I think both, you know, we were, both teams were kind of struggling to, to score uh, or we were, or it was tied or something like that. I forget what it was. And uh, I was like, man, I, I got to find a way in scoring position. And I'm like, I think and he was kind of, he was kind of a little bit slow to the plate. And I was like, man, he's going to throw a slider right here. This is going to be my best chance uh, to, to get in scoring position. And, you know, I'm like, screw it. I'm going to do it. I told the first base coach, I'm like, I'm going. And he's like, he's like, he's like, all right. <laughs> so, so like, he, he picks up his leg and I just bury my head and I'm going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> and, you know, slide in safe. I'm like, oh my goodness. And uh, it was a slider. And, uh, you know, luckily it wasn't like, just like a good old strike slider. It was a, like a down and away ball slider. Uh, in the dirt that the catcher like had to pick and you know it wasn't like the perfect throw so it, it, it all worked out and you know getting the scoring position so yeah it, it was uh it was it was cool you know I, I guess I don't know I don't no know. It, it was perfect and I think 
to to wrap it up here, the um the Budweiser the Budweiser ad on Christmas was beautiful. I you know that that's that's what Christmas is all about, man. That that picture you posted, Adam, you have to put it in for <laughs> when you clip the video. It's just perfect. I saw that on Christmas morning. I was like, you know what? This is what it's all about. It's just perfect. <laughs> I love yeah, it. They, 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 you know, they, they send you the stuff, right? That you, <laughs> you, take, you know, you, you're going to take the picture. And, uh, you know, the, the first time I took the picture and I was, I was sucking. I was stinking. And I, uh-oh. Uh, sorry, I was, you there? Oh, you're good. Sorry, someone tried to call me, but uh, you know I was stinking, and <laughs> I take this picture and I'm just getting blasted, <laughs> blasted. Maybe you should worry about hitting baseballs besides taking a picture, <laughs> Budweiser, blah blah blah. Like you know, uh, and then you know, it, I started I started to play better, and everyone and everyone's like talking about, well, maybe Budweiser is the, the you know the key, whatever, and then, yeah. You know, then obviously you, know, you take, you see what comes around on Christmas. You're like, Hey, you got to take it. And I don't like posting. Like I'm not a big poster. You know, it's, you know I'm, I'm not, you know, I like to keep up. That's about it. But uh, I'm like, sure. They sent the, they sent the sweater, <laughs> and they sent a sweater and a hat. I'm like, I'm definitely wearing that. I'm wearing I love it. It, yeah, it was so. just, it was perfect. I mean, <laughs> you gave them the, you gave them the best. The, the best marketing opportunity of all time in 2015. Oh, that, that, yeah, I mean, that, I mean, a, you you should be a you should be a Budweiser athlete for the rest of your life. You know, there's <laughs> just there's no way around it. You just should. Uh, I mean, you know, as as for as long as you're alive, you just got to be pushing it for them. Kyle, we really appreciate the time here. Um, again, I mean, listen, I know we have Ian Happ, my guy having a great season, but I, I still can't get over the fact that, that you are my goddamn left fielder. You always will be. Um, I know Cubs fans are incredibly appreciative for everything you've given the team, and they're going to be awesome. They're going to be very excited to hear from you uh, once we drop this. But thank you again for being here and, and taking the time out to talk. Um, appreciate it, man. Trust me. You, you, know, you, you, are, uh, you are a beauty in itself. And- thank you. Uh, to you know uh, the team to have people like you uh, cheering them on it, it, you know it, it's a pleasure and uh, you know the, the comeback even though I'm not with the team and to be able to talk to you guys uh, you know it, it, it was awesome it was a pleasure uh, I'm sure we'll do it again I but hope we do I'd love to I you know still uh, you know like I said Chicago will always be uh, a part of you just be, you know, a part of me just because, you know, that's where I came from. I, I had a lot of, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of, uh, you know, positives, a lot of memories and a lot of things that you, you build upon and you try to get better at. And, um, you know, there's nothing personal ever. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it's all, you know, it's a business and, uh, but it, it's never going to leave you. Thank you, Kyle. 